Another edition of Riding Home here on Dog Posting, Leggy, D uh, Dylan Weber. Dylan, we are getting closer and closer to Georgia and Tennessee. It's Wednesday night. The dogs closed practice today, which has become sort of a thing of late for Georgia. But, yeah. Uh, uh, so that's disappointing. Uh, still some availability after the after practice today. Uh, what are the kids saying today after practice? I mean, it's just yeah, at this point, you know, well, we're used to um, you know, a week like this. We know now Neyland Stadium is very loud. Um, yes. But you know, it. I mean, we talked to Andrew Thomas about it a little bit, and um, you know, he actually had some interesting stuff to say about it. Um, just because the last time uh, he was at Neyland, it was actually his first road game as a freshman um ever and i don't know to anyone who was there it, it was extremely loud to start the game and and you know that decreased about in the second quarter but he did talk about kind of the feeling of going into an away stadium and you know hearing him extremely loud at first and then just demoralizing a entire fan base he, he said it's like going into someone's home and just claiming it as your own and, and getting away with it well, it is like that, and I don't, I don't know if you recall, um, that, where were you during that game in 07? Uh, like, what, two, wait, 17? Did I say 07? I meant 17, yes. Yeah. Um, 17? I was shooting from up top, I think. So you could hear, where, you, yeah. you could hear it. Did you think it was, yeah, uh, yeah. did you think it was loud compared to other stadiums, Tennessee? Yeah, definitely. Um, at the very beginning of the game, I thought it was it was really loud. I don't know if it was the loudest I've ever heard, but it was louder than I thought it would be for sure. Yeah, the thing about Tennessee Stadium, <clears throat> people just talk about how loud it is, and, and that's true. But I think the context of all of it is, hey, look, you know, there there are um, there are uh, microphones, there are speakers on the sideline that amplify the visitor sideline ambient noise like even when it's loud even when it's not loud it's loud because you can hear the buzzing through the the speakers um the 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 way that Neyland used to be set up um obviously it's very different now tennessee used to sit the tennessee's sideline used to be on the sideline opposite the press box and that meant Tennessee was behind, behind Tennessee was its student section, the band, but they also had the sun. And that was something that they switched, I can't remember when, I mean, I think it was in the 2010s. But when they did that, then all of a sudden the visiting team has the student section, or at least a lot of it, to their back. The, band, the Tennessee band is immediately to their um, left and they are both bands are on the same side of the field. So that side of the field, the side that Georgia's on, and the side of the visiting team, there is constant noise. Whether it's ambient noise, uh, just from the the stereo, the speakers that you have on field level at at Neyland, uh, or the bands, or the PA. I mean, the noise is 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 consistent at Neyland. And the other thing I think that gets overlooked, besides the fact that the, it holds over 100,000 people, is there's a little bit of a roof at Neyland. Uh, it's not a huge roof, but there's enough of a roof that this, the, tr the sound gets trapped even much more. And, you know, it, it is very hard to hear there. But, you know, I've always said this, whether it's at South Carolina, Arkansas, or Alabama and Tennessee, 
Once you can't hear, you can't hear. You have to communicate in a different way. And for guys like Andrew Thomas, Jake Fromm, and Georgia's offense, they're going to have to figure out how to talk, uh, at least for some time, uh, non-verbally. They have to communicate yeah. non-verbally. I mean, until they get in the end zone once or twice. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with that. I, well, once you can't communicate, you're right. It's it's over. Like you're going other ways. I mean, the just louder it gets. I, I think at one point it really is just kind of phased out. I always liked noise myself when I was playing. I, I, it, I it 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 was not comfortable. Uh, I I didn't. I liked noise. I, I thought it was. You know, everything seems to drown out anyway. The only time I, I have to say that I remember being on the sideline at Tennessee um, and I heard a huge pop of noise was uh, the 2005 game when DJ Shockley threw what was almost a pick six but wound up being at Tennessee's, I think, only touchdown that day. Uh, it, it was a huge roar from the crowd when DJ threw that interception that wound up with the Vols having the ball on the one-yard line. They scored soon thereafter. Uh, I, I I was not at Neyland in 2001, but I am certain that the place about fell down when Tennessee hit that screenplay for 100 yards or whatever it was to go up on Georgia 23-19 uh, to 19 or 20, whatever the score was. Uh, probably was 23-19. So, uh, and then soon thereafter, that was the hobnail boot. Th- this series, to me, and this is me getting picky right now, um, Georgia can't be rivals with everyone. Like, you know, um, you know, they're certainly not rivals with Vanderbilt. Now, people, would, people are going to try to push this thing, but, you know, Georgia-Tennessee is about as close to a rivalry without it being a rivalry in my book. And, and I say that, you know, Georgia has three rivals. Tech, Auburn, and the Gators. Tennessee, South Carolina, you know, they play them every year. It's, it's, if you want to call it a rivalry, I'm not going to, you know, fist fight you. But it's, it can't, everything can't be a rivalry. I, I think, so I think, yeah, there are three just purebred rivalries that will always be a rivalry for Georgia. Right. I think... There are kind of, you know, temporary rivalries that are sure. brought up in an era. And I think the the games that Georgia and Tennessee played over for about more than a decade, honestly, maybe around a decade, kind of created a little bit of a rivalry because you look forward to that game. Fans look forward to that game, and they're pissed off about the last one right. on both sides. I think there are just such big moments that kind of does form at least a little bit of a rivalry. There's, there's no question that it's a huge game. Now, Georgia has rivalries. And it always plays big games. But, um, you know, for a series that, like, for instance, is Georgia-Alabama a rivalry? No, but I think it could maybe uh, soon here be kind of categorized with the Tennessee, air quotes, rivalry. Well, you know, it's, it's, you know, they've played a lot of big games with each other. And that have made lasting impacts with you know specific memories. Well, they've played and twenty. They, they've played twenty-one more times than Georgia and Tennessee have. And Georgia and Alabama are not rivals. I mean, they have huge games against one another, but they're not rivals. I mean, 
you know, George is no, but they could have a slight rivalry here. I, I mean, I get I, what I'm saying is we we, we got to be more specific in our lingo here. I mean, for Georgia and Auburn to have played, uh, just doing the math very quickly, 123 times, and then Tech and Georgia to have played uh, 111. And Georgia-Florida is coming very close to uh, 100 games. It's not quite yet, yet there. Uh, it's at 97 by qu very quick math. Uh those are games that, you know, Georgia and Tennessee haven't even played. I mean, Georgia and Clemson have played more often than Georgia and Tennessee. So it's, 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 you know, and I wouldn't, I mean, a lot of people would say, oh, well, Clemson and Georgia are rivals. I mean, you know, come on, listen. Georgia and Carolina are not rivals. It's just a, it's a big game that they play. Everybody can't be a big game. I mean, everybody can't be a rivalry. For instance, Georgia, Kentucky, Georgia, you know, when they play LSU, I mean, those are not rivalry games. And, um, but, 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 well, yeah, I think Georgia now, the university considers this a rivalry game. I'm just, I'm just sitting here saying, Hey, look, uh, you know, Vanderbilt is not a rival. So if you're going to call Tennessee a rival, you know, that means you're going to put Vandy in the same boat. It's inconsistent. Oh, I mean, no. Well, Tennessee and Vanderbilt are not getting lumped into the same boat here. Well, Vanderbilt, Tennessee's only beaten Vander Georgia. Three more times than Vanderbilt has. Now I know they've played a lot more games, but you know this this is a big game. And I, I will say this: I think we've had this discussion. I know I've had it with Fletcher Page from who now covers Cincinnati paper. Uh, you know, if you go another twenty years, maybe this is a rivalry, Georgia and Tennessee. But bro, this thing has lost its luster because Tennessee is not. Good. Yeah, that's what's going on. You know, Georgia uh, ten and, and Tennessee has. Big rivalry games too: Florida, Alabama, and Vanderbilt, and and Georgia's probably number four on their list, something like that. And and I think they are probably exiting that phase, and maybe have exited that phase of it being, you know, a passionate game and, and a bit of a rivalry. But from like two thousand one to oh, yeah. twenty sixteen, I mean, I would say that as close to a rivalry as you could get. Well, to 2016, I'm not sure about. I mean, there there were times when this game just just didn't matter. <laughs> I mean, when you look at, I mean, yeah, you had you had occasional games, but you had you had some rough patches there of games that just, you know, 2008 was Tennessee was 2008 to 2000, almost 15. Um, you know. Those were where both teams were not good at the same time. And and frankly, both teams have not been good at the same time for some time. I mean, the last time, I'd have to go back and look, but the last time both these teams were ranked just off the top of my head, if it wasn't in 2020, if it wasn't in 2015, well, of course, 2016, actually, they were both ranked because Georgia was number 25. But, like, legitimately ranked and, and it being a, a, a big deal game, Man, it's been a long time, probably since 2007, and I, I'm not sure Tennessee was ranked in that game coming into it. I'm, I'm going back to look right now. Of course, Georgia doesn't have the rank. God. Well, anyway, in the media guide, I thought it would be easy to look up, but it's 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 kind of not. Um, th this game, though, one, one thing that's really important about this particular game, um, and I think this still holds true, without looking it up, is Georgia's never won the East without first beating Tennessee. 
They've never won the East without first beating Tennessee. You talk about 2002, 2003, 2005, uh, 2011 and 12, 2017 and 18. Without beating Tennessee first, Georgia has never won the East. They have always had to beat Tennessee. They've never. There have been situations, 2005, 2002, where they have not um, beaten Florida. Uh, or beaten South Carolina like in 11 and 12. But there's never been a situation, it's never happened in history that Georgia has lost to Tennessee and gone on to win the East. It's a huge barometer game. It's a huge game. And I don't, my suspicion is that Florida has never won the East without beating Tennessee first, although 2015 comes to mind immediately where I think they did win. So this is certainly a big game. You know, is it a rivalry? A lot of people would say yes. My only caveat to that is, Dylan, you know, every game can't be a rivalry. But this is probably number four on Georgia's list. And I guess it also depends where you're from. Oh, that's huge. To a certain degree. That yeah. Is, if you're is, from North Georgia, yeah. you're, it is going to be more of a rivalry game to you. It is. And, I mean, I think if you live in Augusta, you know, there's no question that South Carolina – and or Clemson are the biggest games for you. But um, Georgia has a strange, you know, has that strange dynamic where, you know, if you live in Columbus or the West Georgia area, it's probably going to be Alabama or Auburn or probably Auburn. Uh, If you live in East Georgia, South Carolina, if you live in Atlanta, you know, when I grew up, it was Tech, no question. It went Tech-Auburn Gators. And then that changed and Florida became kind of the, the team that you know Georgia fans most coveted beating. I think I think Georgia's three rivalries do go like this though. It's that uh, you know Tech is the team you have to beat. If you don't beat them, you don't you've not had a good year. Not really. Uh, Florida is a uh, a marker, a team that you know is really has had for for some time, fifteen straight years almost was one of the best programs in the country. Uh, so beating them did matter. Auburn is more like fighting your brother. The kids are the same in many ways. I mean, Georgia's a much better school, but the football players are in the same you know universe in terms of what the kids are like, etc. But um, where they come from? Where they come from? There's a lot of um, there's a lot of Atlanta in Auburn, but. Um, you know those those three those three are very uh, different in the way that a lot of people think the Auburn rivalry is the nastiest one right now. I'm not so certain I believe that, but the players may feel that way. I'm not sure. If you hear the clicking in the background, I'm trying to find the ranked games. I mean, against ranked teams, and I'm having a very hard time because I'm looking on it on this digital copy. I'm so used to the actual uh, media guide. Um, Here we go. Georgia and Tennessee as ranked teams playing one another. I mean, it's been a while, man. I mean, in 16, Tennessee and Georgia were both in the top 25, as I mentioned. Uh, And then you got to go back a ways. 2006. So 13 years ago, and that was a matchup between 
Number 10, Georgia. Number 13, Tennessee. I think the the kind of biggest clash of the Titans of these two programs, man, was the 2005 game between number 7, Tennessee, at home against Georgia. A 27-14 win for the Dogs. Thomas Flowers takes it to the house. You know, the year before that, Tennessee had tripped up, upset Georgia as a double-digit dog, uh, 19-14, in Athens. It was one of Phil Fulmer's best wins ever, I mean, honestly. And, um, you know, the year before that, number 8, Georgia against number 13, Tennessee. The year before that, number 6, Georgia against number 10, Tennessee. The year before that, unranked Georgia stuns number 6, Tennessee. The year before that, 2000, was... 19 and 21 Tennessee and Georgia. They were both ranked in the top 20, barely. Uh, 1999 was a top 10 matchup. So, and then 1998 was a top 10 matchup. You, you, you had a lot of top 10 matchups of which Tennessee won a lot of them, and then all of a sudden they didn't. Um, and and then Tennessee just lost its way in 2009, and it's been hard, Dylan, for them to get it back ever since. Uh, yeah, back to this. This train of thought on Tennessee. We'll see you over on the website. Dylan's tired of talking about Tennessee not being so hot. No, well, I mean, I feel like we just we've just beaten this dead horse, man. Tennessee sucks. They're not good. This is not your your dad's Tennessee. Um, and also before before we end this, mm-hmm. I mean, just so we can hit the point. Tennessee is not UT. Oh, boy. That is just a false claim. Here we go. And a wrong one, too. Who is UT? You're not dumb. You know who it is. So Our te- audience isn't dumb. They know who, who it is. It's te- the University of Texas. Oh, I thought you were going to say Temple. Um, I believe Temple is TU, actually. I think they're Temple <laughs> University. I knew you would come up with something. Uh, look... I, I mean, have Tennessee and Texas ever played? I'm sure they have. No, but at some they should. Stage. Yeah, they should. You know, Clemson and Tennessee should play. Man, they are really close to one another. They're closer to each other than Georgia and Tennessee are, and those two have just never played. It's very odd. Uh, Virginia Tech and Tennessee with that rivalry, if you want to call it that, which I wouldn't. Uh, they they play that game in Bristol. That part of Northeast Virginia and Southwest uh, Northeast Tennessee and Southwest. Uh, Virginia is, is flooded with Tennessee and Virginia Tech people. But this is, if you live north of Atlanta, certainly in northwest Georgia, and a lot of people in northeast Georgia, uh, Towns County, uh, Fanning County, etc., this is a big, big game for you, I, I think. Um, and a lot of people up that part of the way in Georgia are really enjoying the beatings that Georgia has put on Tennessee this century. They, they've enjoyed it, Dylan. I'll say that. Absolutely. Last, last, what is the likelihood of Tennessee winning this game? They are 25-point underdogs. Mm, 6%. Okay. I would say it's probably lower than that, but I'll talk about that tomorrow night on the Dean Leggy Show. And then, of course, make sure you're listening to the Dog Post pregame show. And uh, we will see you over on the website, dogpost.com, D-A-W-G-P-O-S-T.com. We'll see you over there.